charge here. That's what the rules are. I know what you're saying. Why are they playing the Walking Dead theme when the Walking Dead is on hiatus? I may have thought it, just for a second. Were you thinking that? <laughs> and I mean you, the listener of our podcast. Thank you, by the way, for tuning in to Walkers and Talkers. I'm David Brody from Elvis in the Morning Show. And that's Jamie from Light FM here <laughs> in New York. Yeah. So, yes, Fear the Walking Dead returned this past Sunday, the two-hour premiere. There are some spoilers, so if you've only watched the first hour, you probably shouldn't be listening to this podcast. Oh, yeah, turn but, us off. But we're going to make a clean break between the two episodes. Okay. So before we start episode two, I'll tell you, all right, we're going to review episode two. Okay. All right. This is episode 57. Wow. Which is exciting to me because I'm a big fan of ketchup and finds 57 <laughs> is, is the That's slogan. what you thought of? Yeah, 57. <laughs> also, Johan Santana, who used to pitch for the Mets, was number 57. <laughs> so that's where my mind works. Ketchup and the Mets. Ketchup and the Mets. All right, so before we get to Fear the Walking Dead, and there's a lot to cover, and I hope fans of this podcast are still watching Fear the Walking Dead, because I think, personally, the first hour of the show on Sunday was one of the best episodes of Fear the Walking Dead. Yes. I was. It was Walking Dead-worthy, I thought. It sucked me right in. Action. Violence, bad guys. Finally, so much action. Yeah, I loved it. Lots of action. So we'll get to that. Let's let's talk about a couple of things that were on comicbook.com in reverse order of importance. Um, Carl Mackinnon, who played Richard, if you remember Richard, mm-hmm. right from the the hilltop kingdom, from the kingdom. Sorry, um, he was talking about the scene where uh, Morgan kills him. Oh. And how it originally was a much longer scene. This is what he said. Well, you know, they edited it. We shot a lot more of the close-ups and me and him having a struggle. Really, he and I. But all right. The actual death scene was supposed to be even longer than it was, even though it kind of lasted longer. He was choking me out for like, we would go for like a minute of filming, which is a long time for someone choking you. Yeah. And it was supposed to have all sorts of levels of choking, screeching, uh, losing my breath, my eyes going back in my head, taking my last breath. It was a crazy long, drawn-out scene. So they shortened it. Now, was it too graphic? Was it part of that? Is The Walking Dead making it a little easier to watch after the Glenn murder? For me... Oh, sorry. Spoiler, Glenn's dead. <laughs> it was kind of like uh, the three bears, Goldilocks. It was just right. Oh, right. Speaking of Glenn's death. Yeah. Right? He died in the same scene as Abraham. Spoiler, Abraham's dead. <laughs> okay. So Stephen Yun, of course, the actor who played Glenn... It was at uh, Walker Stalker Con in Nashville this past weekend, which, by the way, you were not. I know. And it may have been the weekend before, yeah. so I don't know when you're listening to this podcast. Anyway, uh, Glenn Stephen Yun uh, talked about the his death scene. Uh, he said, he, now, we've discussed this before, but he said, I actually found out I was going to die about two years before it happened. Ooh. It was, like, not talked about. Um, it was unsaid, but it was understood that we were going to do what we were supposed to do. I advocated for that because it could have been just me rationalizing it, what was inevitable, but at the same time, you look at the journey and you realize that it was marked in such a dramatic way in the comic that to change it, I think, is a cheat. In other words, he knew Glenn dies in issue 100, spoiler, of the comic book, and he felt, I need to die that way. It's it's a massive comic book death. Oh, totally. And it would be cheapened to the fans if anyone else died, he, so he knew, sort of, it was coming. Mm-hmm. Whereas most people don't find out until like a week or the day of that, That's they're, rough. that they're dying. Now, in terms of um, the violence and the gore that people complained about, which we talked about a minute ago, he says, maybe we did it too far. It was pretty bad, but we did it, and people remember it, so it's cool. 
People think it was the gore. It was gory, but it wasn't any more gory than anything else that we've shown before. Although the eye popping out of the head, which I'm going to talk about because it relates to Fear the Walking Dead. Yes. We saw that too. Um, he says, I think it was just watching someone that you feel like you know getting killed that way and getting killed in a way that was like, oh man, it wasn't like, oh man, look at Noah getting ripped up, which by the way was maybe the worst kill. Oh, I think so too. Yeah. And was it Liam? Yeah, um, the brother. Yes, I think actually those were two of the worst deaths I've ever seen. And they were minutes apart. They were like three minutes apart. It had boom, boom. Right. Spoiler: Liam's dead. <laughs> um, so he says, in terms of Noah dying, it's gnarly, but it was just happening to him. Whereas in this instance, meaning when he was killed, Glenn, it was just like you could have stopped, but you're just going to keep going and you're going to rub it in. That's great that Glenn can have that type of place to affect people like that. I mean, sorry, but mission accomplished. Mm -hmm. And I guess he means, you know, Negan didn't just kill Glenn. He taunted him. He looked at him in his face. He's like, you're trying to speak. But oh, your college popped uh, your eye out. Uh, he was really making it worse. And and I think Stephen Young's right. Like, it was so much harder to watch than any other death because we were so invested from him since episode right. one, you know? And it just, it hurt. And plus, you were kind of coming down from the Abraham death. Oh, yeah. And he was like, uh, back at it. Yep. So I think that's the biggest difference. Is yeah. that he tormented the survivors and he tormented Glenn dying. But it was Steve, very personal. Steven Yun says, it made an impact, deal with it. All right. Okay, Steven Yun, we'll deal with it. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about Fear the Walking Dead, yes. season three premiere. Uh, the show has lacked action. Uh, I think it was uh, Trevor, our buddy from Trev's Chan 2 on YouTube. Had a conversation, somebody sent in a question, which I loved, which was, if Fear the Walking Dead was the first show, would it have been as successful? And his breakdown was exactly what I would have said. Fear the Walking Dead had a very slow buildup of four or five episodes to explain the zombie apocalypse and the soldiers and how it all went south. And there was like one one walker per episode until it was an outbreak. And it, that couldn't have been the first show because you would have lost it after two episodes. Oh yeah, I would have been done. Whereas Fear the Walking Dead, I'm sorry, we're Walking Dead, you know, they were eating Rick's horse right away. The show started with he's shooting that little girl at the teddy bear, right? Whatever she's yeah. holding. Which, if, if I remember correctly, I still can't remember where, where that fits into, because it was a flashback. It was such a weird beginning, because then... Because then they went after the car, and he went into the coma. Yeah, and then there were no walkers, so I don't know when that happened. Yeah, so I think... Where it, was Shane? I think that was just somewhere... I don't know. He was in a... It's a rando scene. Yeah. I have to look up. If you... if you, I'll look it up. Okay, we'll look it up. I'll look it up. Or tweet us. Yeah, you tweet us at walkers <laughs> underscore talkers if you know where in context that scene took place. Because he did load up guns when he got out of the hospital. He went back to get the guns in his uniform. So it must have happened right after that. Yeah. Before he got hit in the head by Morgan. Yeah. Morgan... Dwayne. Yeah, Dwayne, right. So that's probably where it took place. All right. Fear the Walking Dead. The episode, the finale in season two ended where they're at the border. Nick's leading the people from the town. And they start getting shot at. They saw a helicopter. They start getting shot at. And most of them all run off or got chased off. I don't know if any of those people, I don't remember seeing them again. You know what? You kind of were just meant to focus on Nick and Luciana. You don't really know who so else was there. So did all those people run away? Some of them got killed? I think it's a combo. Because they wouldn't have killed them all and just kept kept Nick and Luciana. Yeah. There, it, I mean... The beginning of the episode, all those people being taken, and you don't know really where they all came from, the time frame. So we see Nick and Ophelia get 
uh, Luciana get captured. We saw Ophelia get captured yeah. at the border by a guy who then shows up Sunday night. Yeah. We'll talk about him in a minute. <laughs> but we still haven't seen Ophelia. No, we haven't. But we, I don't remember Madison and Travis getting captured last year, right? I don't either. We saw them leave the hotel. They busted out of there. Well, they kind of got captured at the beginning of the episode, I guess. This week. Yeah. Right, but not at the end of last season. No. So we see them being taken by these soldier types yeah. to a military base. They're being dragged. And outside the walls of this military base are dead bodies. A lot of them. Which we find out are there because these military guys have realized the smell of death keeps walkers away. Mm-hmm. Which we've all known. They're, you know, they're a little behind our knowledge. Yeah. On Fear the Walking Dead. So they get put into two different trucks, Travis in one. And Very violently, they're handling them, too. Yeah, they're not being nice about no. it. They put uh, Alicia and Madison in another truck. The women are clearly treated differently, at least in this scenario. And Travis is, is being is taken down to the sub-level where there's like a giant shower. Yep. And men are being handcuffed, mouths taped over, and shot and killed in okay. the heart. Yeah. And they're timing their deaths to see how long it takes them to turn into walkers. Is it based on height and weight, age, you know, how long does it take? And they're just killing people. But none of them, this is, they've crossed the border, right? This is in America. Yeah, this is now in America. Right, so none of them appeared to be from the town that Nick was in. No. So it's not those people. So these are different people that were captured at some point. Clearly, Travis and Nick are in line for the same. Oh, yeah, when they, they did Travis's height, weight, and like shoved him down, handcuffed, it was, they're treating them all horrible. Yeah. So we see Madison and Alicia, they're in an, in an office being treated well, and they're brought coffee by a guy named Troy. Troy Hot ex- but creepy, Troy. Yeah, Troy <laughs> explains they need to know who they are, why they're there. He's taking notes, who'd you come with, asking them all kinds of questions. Also, Travis sees Nick downstairs in the shower, and he tells Nick that uh, Madison and Alicia are there somewhere, and Chris is dead. Yeah. Oh. By the way, Nick couldn't even at least go... Sorry. Like, Nick had no reaction. Yeah. None. I'm like, you... It wasn't like, hey, man, sorry. It was just like, yeah, and? Yeah, like, didn't even say anything. I'm like, you could... The man looks traumatized. Didn't you couldn't say sorry. How, right. So, Troy leaves Madison and Alicia. Oh, by the way, uh, he asks Madison if she and Travis, um, who that guy is, and he says, we're together. I think he was going to dig in um, Madison a little bit. Well, I like the way she doesn't say we're married. She just says we're together. Yeah, she kind of was like, we're, uh, well, he, uh, we're together. Like, it was... Like, you know, she doesn't want to give too much information. Yeah. She doesn't want to let on that he's important to her. Yeah. In, in case he doesn't know how she, he's going to use that against her. So, here's where I'm going to start my new hashtag for today. Uh, oh, okay. Hashtag badass Madison. <laughs> because throughout the episode... Oh, she was badass. Yeah. So, that's my first example of where she's a smart woman. So, Troy goes downstairs and... He's totally fine with these men killing people and testing them. It, if Okay, so it reminded me when they were lined up against the wall and they were grabbing people at random and shooting them and killing mm. them. And then they grabbed the two people who weren't the people we cared about. Yeah. It reminded me of Gareth at Terminus at the trough. Oh. When they're lining up people at the trough. And they almost killed Glenn and, twice. Right, with the bat. Ironic because eventually he got killed with a bat. Yeah. Spoiler. <laughs> so that's what it reminded me of, that everyone else in the scene was killed except 
the people that were, I mean, we'll get to that, but that's yeah. what it reminded me of. I don't know if, if you thought of that as well. And Travis asks the soldiers to please help Luciana because she's dying. And Troy says, everyone dies. Yep. You creepy bastard. Because <laughs> if you remember, Luciana was shot at the oh. end of last season. You know what? I forgot about that. I was wondering, I'm like, I know they roughed her up at the border, but what happened? No, when looked... he was looking at the helicopter and the binoculars right. and, and they saw the guy come out from behind the car, Luciana yelled, Nick, look out. And rather than shoot Nick, the star of the show, who was right there unarmed, they shot Luciana. That's right. Okay. Because I'm like, God, she's in bad shape. Also, hashtag, <laughs> don't shoot the hot girl. <laughs> okay. Well, the hot guy, I don't mean to, you know. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so, we cut back to the office. And what's Madison doing? She's looking for a weapon. Ballsy. She's going through every drawer, <laughs> cabinet. Yep. And Alicia gives her a knife that she has stashed in her boot. And mom looks at her. Madison looks at Alicia. And she's so proud of her that she hid this wedding. So, hashtag badass Madison. Yeah. <laughs> Madison vows to kill to get out if she has to. Hashtag badass, badass Madison. Madison. <laughs> All right, we have 20 more pages to go. Okay, so there's this guy. And and I this guy, to me, epitomizes what's wrong with Fear the Walking Dead. Or one of the things that's wrong. So, there's this guy who looks like he's pretty tough. I think he implied he was, he kind of mumbled what he was saying. I think he was either military type. The guy that was sitting on the ground next Steven, to Travis? Steven. Okay, yes. Did he imply he was military at this base at one point? I couldn't tell exactly what he, he was mumbled. saying, but. I went back four times to hear what he said, but he knew that there were underground tunnels. Yes. And he says to Travis, I'm getting out of here and I'm going to need someone strong to help me. And so Travis is looking at him like, I'm not sure if this guy's legit or not. And then the guards come, and they take Travis, Nick, Luciana, and, and Steven oh. into the shower room and a couple other people as they kill another male prisoner. This is when Steven tells him about the tunnels, and the soldier says to another soldier, I think it was Willie was the prick. Oh, the really pricky guy. Ass. They have 24 hours before they're, getting, they're leaving this base. He says, let's do two. <sighs> let's take the two that aren't survivors and Steven, is what he basically said. Because there were two guys, then there was Nick, Travis, and Steven. Yeah. And so, two out of three, two out of five, 40% chance they're taking one of the people that is important to the plot. And they didn't. They didn't. They, they, <laughs> they took the other two guys. So, the creepy Troy is watching Madison and Alicia sleep and taking notes. Oh, he was so creepy. Yeah, so we're back upstairs again. And uh, he says they passed the processing, but that uh, Travis has a different type of processing. Mm. Yeah, because you're going to try to kill him. Madison asks if Travis is alive and that she loves him. And Troy asks if she values his life more than hers. And she says yes. That's not a good sign. I know. When I said no, don't. I was actually surprised she said that. As Chris Hardwick always says, I'm talking dead. Don't be someone who's in love and don't be the moral compass of the show. (laughs) Yeah. So, we're back downstairs now at the shower, and Travis starts in with the soldiers. Oh, my God. He was so brazen. I was like, you better shut it. He's like, you guys are losers. You're into death. He's you're like, you're, fr- you're, you mean nothing. You're worth nothing. I'm like, oh, my God. I thought he was going to start a fight with them there. That's what I thought. But he doesn't end up doing that, so that whole thing was kind of pointless. Yeah. So, he stands up, and he says, kill me. Take me. Make me next. Not Nick or Steven. Yeah. And he says, uh, my people don't turn. And he so, says, well, how do you know that? He goes, they don't. So he says, you Mexican? He says, no. He says, well... You Peruvian? No. 
so he uh, he takes Travis towards the showers, and Travis sees that one of the guys they killed is slowly turning into a walker. Yeah. But they didn't notice it because he's distracting them, which I guess is why he was insulting them. This was a ballsy move. Ballsy move. As he gets to the shower area, he gives them the old headbutt. <laughs> they jump the guys, knock one of them into the walker. Like, did he rip the tape off the walker's mouth? I guess he did. He, yeah, he did because that guy started, the walker started to eat him immediately. Right. I just didn't notice the duct tape. I'm assuming that he grabbed yeah, it at he some had point. Yeah, to. And so the three of them beat up on the, on the two guys, Will and the other asshole. One of them's dead at this point. By the way, did you notice they said shit twice? They did? Travis said something about, um, about them, about uh, there's a lot of shit. And then um, Madison said something. Oh, he called them shit, and then Madison said something like, when I get to later on in the episode, she said something like, we're going to put up with this shit. So, I maybe mm-hmm. recall Madison. They must have been fast. I don't remember that. Well, much. I noticed it because they hadn't really cursed. Yeah, them. they haven't. They don't really curse on that show Not too like, much. Not like, you know, Negan and the uncensored DVDs. <laughs> so they escape, or at least, you know, they and um, Troy tells Madison he let Travis go. He'll let Travis go if she agrees to come with them. So oh, he, where? Madison doesn't know that they've, they've sort of escaped downstairs. Yeah. And I guess back to the Broke Jaw Ranch, which we learn about later. Yeah. But Troy obviously has a thing for these women. Totally. I mean. And they probably need women for uh, recreating. Gross. Recreating. Gross. Gross. Maybe with him. He's gross. a good looking guy. Like I said, hashtag hot but creepy. Yeah. Hashtag that's, hot. that's my hashtag for Troy. Yeah. All hot guys are creepy. Stick with the funny ones. <laughs> I like funny ones are better anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, thank you. <laughs> So Troy goes to, he's a gunshot, he runs to see what's going on, and they all escape. Yep. So um, Mayhem. Nick, mayhem, they all escape, right? And, well, no, um, the guys downstairs escape. Yeah. But Luciana, they're, they're kind of, she sort of can still walk a little bit. And they run to escape, and there's like a manhole cover. Yep. And the guards, the guys catch up to Travis. He says, go on ahead, I'll stop them. He turns around and lets them capture him. They get to the manhole, and Stephen gets to go in first. This was kind of funny. Stephen says, uh, you know, he's going to go in first, and Nick says, no, Luciana goes first. And then Nick gets in I second. Know, I saw that. I was like, that's kind of funny. He it's just Steve- jumped right Steven's in there. It's Stephen's tunnel. Yeah, well, they, well, guess what? Stephen's dead now. Spoiler. Hey, I jumped. Oh, I'm sorry. Out. I'm sorry. That's, that's my, <laughs> my big reveal. Oh, no, I'm sorry. So then Stephen gets <laughs> shot, but he's not dead. No. Stephen gets shot, and they see him spitting blood, Ugh. and they run down the hole into the tunnels wherever they're going. Yeah. And then the soldiers catch up to Stephen, and he says, shoot me in the head. Just shoot me in the head. I don't want, like, he doesn't want to turn into a walker. And they, he's a prisoner. They don't give a crap about this him. This was really rough. They slit his neck, Ugh. and they say happy hunting and throw him down the hole. And then they covered the hole. They covered the hole. We go to commercial. Happy hunting. Oh, here's my problem. Hold on. Here's my problem. Every time they bring a character into the show that isn't the family, mm-hmm. who's kick-ass, they kill him. Yeah. That's what the show is missing. They're missing, listen, Madison, hashtag badass Madison. But there's no Daryl. No. There's no Shane. There's no Abraham. And so you've got Nick, who's Nick. He's not really a big guy. He's clever and he's... You know, crafty. Tiny but crafty. And Alicia's good with the knife and and badass Madison. But remember um, Thomas? Yeah. Right? Uh, he had that guy with the with the gun. Yep. Hit Carl, I forgot his name. Carl? Carlos? Carlos, maybe. 
The guy who was all black was really good with the with the with the rifle. Yeah. He was badass. Dead. <laughs> Two seasons ago, spoiler. <laughs> so I thought Steven maybe would be the kind of guy who who's who's tough and he's he's a former soldier and he's gonna lead them and maybe join with them and be that guy who's like a little muscle. That's what I thought, but And he's dead. Yeah, they killed him super fast. I mean, we talked about this in the a uh, couple of weeks ago, maybe last podcast, that Fear the Walking Dead is based on nothing. Yeah, and I, when and when it started, I thought, well, someone important must die because there's just they they were lacking death and action and everything. Right, and it's not based on a comic book as we've talked about. So there's not comic booky types like Michonne or Abraham or Negan. It no. all seems to be regular people. Yeah, no signature weapons or anything. I, right, I need a guy who's, who's good with a gun or a crossbow or a machete or a katana or something. Yeah. And and so uh, so Steven's dead. They throw him in the hole. We uh, They take Travis back downstairs and because they've captured him again. And Troy says, don't take him to the showers. Take him out back. He's special. I didn't know what that meant for a minute. I thought for like a hot second, maybe they were going to let him go. Okay, what show are you watching? Well, I don't know because he wanted Madison and Alicia so bad. Yeah, by the way, speaking of what show are you watching, we forgot to do something. Oh, no, oh no. show one. Oh, yeah, there we go. <laughs> we didn't play the Fear the Walking we Dead. We didn't transition. Now, this is the Fear the Walking Dead theme from the first season. I like this one better than the new one. The new one is really short. I don't like it. I don't like it. So I'm going to go with this one. We're going to go on. with this one. There's my woos. Okay. <laughs> All right, so we're watching Fear the Walking Dead. So, Troy is going somewhere special. We don't know where. You thought they were going to put him out, like, to an ice cream store. Yeah. <laughs> well, not quite, but not what they were going to do. Okay. Which was really cool, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to jump ahead too fast. Um, we're down in the tunnels, and Luciana says she's slowing Nick down. We saw this in the trailer. And Nick tells her, she says, leave me. Go on without me. Typical Right? Yeah. And uh, Nick tells her in Spanish, never, never going to leave you. And he kisses her. Again, she's hot. Don't shoot the hot girl. <laughs> and don't leave the hot girl behind. Yeah, don't leave her That's behind. That's not to imply the less hot girl should be left behind. I'm just saying don't leave the hot girl behind. <laughs> Start with that. Zombie apocalypse, give me that. <laughs> okay. Troy goes back to the office because he realizes that uh, Travis is a problem. And they all might be a problem. And he goes back. And uh, Madison jumps him. Alicia jumps him. And Madison is, is wrestling with him. That's quite the fight for a minute yeah. there. Madison is, is uh, on the table, and she's sort of she's under him. She reaches for a spoon. Whooped out a spoon. Now, you couldn't do this if you tried. Uh, but she stabs him in the eye, but doesn't actually stab him in the eye. It's she like goes around the eye. Under the eyeball? So that she could, if she wanted to, scoop the eye out. Oh! Now, in the cop, hold on, hashtag badass Madison. <laughs> yeah. And again, they were clearly building up Madison to be the badass of the show. Oh, totally. Okay. We'll get to why. You probably know. So, we learned on Fear the Walking Dead that the makeup artist that did Glenn's eye popping out. Did Troy's. Did the eye makeup and the special effects for this scene. So Madison's got the spoon in his eye and says, mm. basically, take me to Travis now. You know, we're getting out of here. Now, here's where something that happens later in the show is Nick's fault. Ooh. We're down in the... T- Remember it was Sasha's fault that, that Glenn died? 
Oh, you mean Rosita? Rosita's fault. The yeah. gun died. Yeah, totally. Her Look fault. at the damn bat, Rosita. Look at the bat. Okay. Nick, who gets them in trouble all the time, is running in the tunnels, and he knocks down a wall at the end of a tunnel, and is surrounded by tons of walkers. He runs back into the tunnels, and they follow him. Mm. Here's what my prediction was at this point: it didn't happen. I thought the walkers are going to come in the tunnels. They'll have no way to get out. They'll be trapped. Which makes sense. Right. Steven, who's now a walker, I know is going to jump Nick. Like, they're going to see him. Mm -hmm. But I thought, lucky for Nick, they would use Steven's walker blood to cover themselves, and they get out through the herd of walkers. Yeah. And him walking through hundreds of walkers would have been cool. I thought for sure he was going to cover himself in blood again. So not what happened. Okay, where do they take Travis to the special place? There's a pit, a walker pit. Now, this is the second reference to the governor in, in the last couple of minutes. Oh, yeah. In the comics, Michonne uses a spoon and scoops out the governor's eye. <laughs> On the TV show, she stabbed him in the eye with glass. Yeah. But there was a spoon to the eye for the governor in the comics. They take him to a pit of walkers, which the governor had. Yeah. The governor had a pit of walkers. Now, in the pit is a fenced-in area with a lot of walkers, and then like five or six walkers walking around the pit. Why? I don't know. They throw Travis into the pit. He's got to fight his way out. Madison, meanwhile, is using Troy as a hostage, and she's marching him across by his eyeball Oof. with the spoon. And uh, Imagine how much that must hurt. If it was real, it would oh hurt a lot. Oh, God. Travis is in the pit. He's kicking and killing walkers. Left and right, hashtag badass Travis. He was, uh, that was pretty badass. He was using cement blocks and spikes. Throwing them into walls. It's pretty cool. So the soldier, I guess it was Willie, I don't remember which one, says he's impressed with uh, Travis. And he says, uh, you should save your strength, you're going to need it. Oh my God, I knew immediately. Yeah. Then they open the gate, all the other walkers come out. And he's has to fight them. Madison is threatening Troy with the spoon. They're surrounded by soldiers. And now Troy's brother Jack comes out and he seems to be a little more rational. And he's like, hey, put, put the spoon down. Whatever my brother did, I'm sure it was his fault. Whatever got him yeah. into the situation. And uh, you have nowhere to go. You're surrounded. Tries to talk her down. And basically tries to win her over. And he says, she says, where's my family? And Jack's like, I'll help you. We'll, you know, we'll, we'll get to the bottom of this. And she lets him go. And she takes the spoon out of his eye. Oh. Yeah. Back to the tunnels. Walker Steven attacks Nick. He gets the best of him. Alicia's basically useless. And Alicia, who was running around looking for supplies and things, hears Nick screaming, sees the grate, coincidentally, right there. You call him bullshit yet? No? It was a little too convenient. And then she drops the knife down. Alicia catches the knife, and they kill the they kill Stephen, who is on top of Nick. Okay. Madison finds Travis, but we missed this. They didn't show it to us. He killed all the walkers, badass Travis. All of them. Uh, a little bullshit. At this point, there's a calm because Jack's there. Nick goes after Troy, calls him a piece of shit. That's the third shit in the show. <laughs> um, 
No, yeah, so so Nick Nick says shit. That's the first one. Um, he tells Madison they found Nick. All of a sudden, the soldiers bring Alicia. They bring Nick. We don't see Luciana at this point, but everyone's sort of back together. Jack tells Madison and Travis they have a safer place, a sanctuary. Yeah. I laughed my ass off. A sanctuary? Uh, well. I mean. Come on. You might as well be holding a bat. <laughs> right away, you hear the word sanctuary. This is not a good place. No. That's what Negan calls it. A yes. sanctuary. A sanctuary is not good. Not good. Jack says there's no one like Troy there. It's safe. And Madison says, we need our guns back. <laughs> so he walks away. And this is, again, another foreshadowing moment. Tender moment between Madison and Travis. She says, I never said how sorry I was that, you know, basically that Chris died. And and uh, and they, they get very emotional and they have a moment. Yeah. Not a good sign. Jack talks to Troy alone and Jack, his brother, tells Troy, you know, he gives him crap that you're killing people. And, uh, and Troy says it was research. He says, oh. dad gets it. In other words, dad understands what we're doing. So already we know dad's a creep. <laughs> and if you don't know who dad is, we learn, he learned his name is Jeremiah later. Yeah. He's the guy who stopped Ophelia at the border mm-hmm. and says, welcome to America. That's the father. Yeah. In case you didn't recognize him when you saw him later without his camo and his gun. He's so he's the creepiest face. He's creepy and, and there's something wrong with him. Creepy AF. As but I it's say. a Walking Dead show. So yeah, I mean, makes if, it, if he was nice, the show would be over. Okay. So we learned that the soldiers had 24 hours to get out of there. They're packing up and they're getting out. Why do you think they had to go? Probably back to the ranch. Just- the, at some point later on, the, the father, Jeremiah, says they went for, to fuel up and get supplies. Yeah, so it was a short, it was a pit stop. Right, they flew helicopters over there and drove cars, picked up whatever fuel, and they were supposed to leave. But while they were there, they killed a bunch of people. So, Willie, the prick soldier who's killing everybody, mm-hmm. the, the one guy who survived the Travis attack, he's downstairs picking up clipboards and whatever else they need. Now... You gotta be the. He all of a sudden became the dummy in a bad horror film. <laughs> He's down there alone. This is. Uh, he hears knocking behind the wall. I call bullshit. Now I call. Okay. We, yeah. Okay. He sees. He hears knocking behind the wall. What do you think's knocking behind you the wall? You idiot. What do you think? Now is you there? and I know already. It's the hundred and ten thousand yeah. walkers from Nick. Hi. That are behind the walker. And then did you notice? Which was kind of weird. I'm calling bullshit on this. Okay. There's an air conditioning vent. Around eye level. Yeah, which would never be there. It would never be there. No, so that's double bullshit. It was a return. It was. I think it was a return. Uh, so first of all, there should be um, there should be um, tubing, not uh, either tubing or ventilation behind yes. it, and it wouldn't be at that level. So he takes that off the wall because he has to see what's behind the wall. You're living in a world. It's a zombie apocalypse. Curiosity now, killed the willy. I have to say, it did surprise me a little bit when tons of rats came out of the wall. That I was a little surprised about. Number one, how did all the rats get to five feet high on the wall? Yeah, they can't climb up the wall to get out the hole. There was no ledge there that they all came flying out of the hole. Unless they were crawling up walkers inside and off their shoulders. All of them at once? Yeah, no, you're right. They all I, like kind of fell out. I'm calling rat bullshit. <laughs> Ratchet. 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 Those rats were bred. There were 200 rats. They were bred just for the show. Yeah, we read. Yeah, that was on, uh, on Talking, Talking Dead. Dead. Which, again, I'm going to tell you, if you're not watching Talking Dead, you're just missing out on everything. Also, side note, with the rats, Nick, what's his name in real life? Frank? 
the Frank. Did you hear him say like, "Oh, they were trained. And I like they were crawling all over me." I'm like, "You're weird, dude." He's like, "I was gonna take one." He was weird. He liked it. I'm like, "Okay." And by the way, just I don't know if I mentioned this last podcast, but I did. Frank was uh, Voldemort. Voldemort, yeah, the young Voldemort. Yes. So he's creepy. Plays creepy he's characters. Just creepy. What? What if one was too? Oh, yeah, no, <laughs> it's too weird, prof- professor. <laughs> Now, he's even creepier when you watch him as Voldemort. He's yeah. Even creepier oh, my God. I have to go back. I can't tell if it's Nick or Voldemort. He's creepier. <laughs> what if one were to spit your soul more than once? Okay, uh, that, that's not an exact quote. but <laughs> Spit your soul more than once. Basically. <laughs> like yeah, that. What if you spit it into like seven? Okay. Oh, my God. I'm just asking. I'm just curious. Okay. Asking for a friend. Asking for a friend. <laughs> so the rats cover him. That's not bad enough. That was red flag number one, dude. Bye. Instead, he puts his damn face up to the hole. He, this now, this was apparently right out of uh, Dave Erickson, executive producer, said it was out of. Um, yes, they did. Um, Nightmare on Elm Street, where uh, Freddie pulls the guy through the wall. So this is where I called major huge bullshit. All right. So there was an article on I think comicbook.com that wants to know if they've created mutant walkers. So he puts his face in the wall, and this walker grabs him by the face. Again, why would you stick your face in a in a dark hole? hole. In a After walker? rats just came out, rats just came out of there. What you are you idi- looking for, you idiot? What do you, a, a hot blonde is going to come? Again, <laughs> nothing against brunettes or redheads, but a well, hot you know, girl. Blondes are better. No, <laughs> is that why you became one? I've been one for years. Okay, but not always. Not well. I mean, since I was probably in high school. All right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So he puts his face in the wall, and of course, a walker bites his face, and he's trying to get away, and this walker pulls him through the wall. Th- like not through the hole, like, rips it through the wall and snaps his head. Oh, in backward, half, backward, and in half. Also, since when are the walkers that powerful? Unless like a bodybuilder became a walker. Also, if it was a fresh walker, I could see it happening because they're super strong because they just died and they're fresh. But this walker was already de- gray and decaying, and like you could like chop him and like stuff would fall. How off. does he have that kind of strength? He does not. This right. is bullshit. So bullshit on that. Yeah, love the scene. Cool scene. But it's our job to analyze. But he should have been a fresh walker if they were going to pull that off. That's correct. Belie- to believe it. That's correct. Okay. So Jack tries to convince Madison to come to their ranch, and she says, no, we're good. We just want our guns. We're getting out of here. Of course, that's when the walker herd attacks. Mm-hmm. The walker herd, because of Nick. I blame Nick. I blame Nick. Nick's uh, got some problems here. Don't knock the wall down, Nick, and let the walkers in. So somehow the walkers came from the tunnels and now they're coming out of all of the offices. Yeah. So the only thing I can explain is that they, the sub-level where the showers were was the same level as the tunnels. And they all came in through that wall, but somehow came from all different directions. Yeah. All right. Partial bullshit. <laughs> Big fight scene, a lot of action. Um, they're fighting off the walkers. Madison and Nick are fighting them off, kicking a little ass. Um... Madison, again, I'm going to give her a hashtag, Badass Madison. Jack and Charlene start up the chopper um, as Nick and Madison are fighting. Travis goes back for Luciana because Alicia can't carry her by herself, so Travis is a hero, never a good sign. Uh, They get to the chopper, and he grabs this this high-powered rifle. Um, It's a pump rifle, maybe? He's like, ba-boom, ba-boom. Oh, Troy. Troy, uh, Travis. Oh, Travis is looking badass hanging off the helicopter. He's just shooting them. Boom, boom. <laughs> now I'm like, finally, someone with a weapon. Yeah. Bad sign. No. Oh, no. Because now I'm like, a guy's kicking ass with cinder blocks and guns. He's maybe the badass we've been waiting for. Yeah. All right. Troy, Ma- though, is some shot. Madison and Nick. Okay. 
I'm calling partial bullshit again. Madison and Nick are surrounded. And I know why. Someone starts shooting the walkers. It's one-eyed Troy. With one eye. Boom, boom, boom. He's nailing all of the walkers. There's three walkers hanging from the helicopter as Travis and and Alicia take off. Boom, boom, boom. Shoots them all. (laughs) He's not missing. But one-eyed Carl. Yeah, poor Carl's uh, depth, depth perception is off. Troy at least wasn't shooting, to my recollection, with his bad eye. Like, like I swear was. for a hot second, I thought he was. I think he was just shooting, like, by his waist. I don't know. I have to go back and watch. I have to, that's partial bullshit. With, with a fresh, scooped-out eye. Yeah. So Troy has now saved Madison and Nick, probably because his brother's going to kick his ass if he doesn't. And daddy, maybe. And that is the end of episode one of this season. Yeah. So if you haven't seen episode two, turn off the podcast. <laughs> but seriously, you're listening to a Walking Dead podcast. You should have caught up. Yeah. All right. The chopper is flying at night with Jack, Charlene, Travis in the back. And Alicia. And Alicia. Yeah, they separated them. One took a helicopter and the other set were in right. a Right, Madison truck. and Alicia in the truck with Troy. Creepy. I wouldn't want to be in a truck with Troy. I, I wouldn't either. Uh, you wouldn't want to try him on try him on a truck? Try him on a truck? I'll ship him on a ship. Yeah, but not try him but on a truck. Try him on a truck. Okay. <laughs> All right, good. Hashtag try him on a truck. <laughs> Guys, good luck. And if you would try Troy on a truck, it was emails that walk hot is, but creepy. Hot but creepy or try him on a truck? <laughs> try I like try him on a truck better. <laughs> Going with that. Try on a truck. All right. Um, it's a night flight, so it's obviously a very long flight because it's nighttime. They left it was daytime. And all of a sudden someone starts shooting from the ground. Well, I thought it was up from the ground. That's, yeah, that's what I thought. So some of them were under the helicopter, and some of them must have been at a distance because a bullet also came through the glass. Yeah. Now, as Dave Erickson, the executive producer, explained, if you watch movies like, uh, I think he said Apocalypse Now, flying in a helicopter, guys will sit on their helmets so that if bullets come up from the ground, they hit your helmet, not your balls or your butt. But apparently, Travis wasn't sitting on his helmet. I did not realize that's what happened at first. Right. So Travis, the bullets are flying. Travis grabs his neck. Yep. And there's some blood on his neck. And you're like, okay, if it's gushing, he's dead. But he takes his hand away and it's sort of bleeding a lot, but not like gushing. But you knew it had been a bullet. So I was kind of like, why? But the bullet could have grazed his neck. We don't know. We didn't know kind of what happened there. Right. He gets shot in the neck. Yeah. Then he takes his seatbelt off. And I realize he thinks he's going to die. And he doesn't want to turn into a walker on a helicopter. He's jumping out. I, I, yep. For a split second, did you think he was going to grab a gun and start shooting down at the ground? No, I thought he was going to like let himself fall out of the helicopter. I'm thinking, what the frig just happened? So he takes his seatbelt off, opens the door, and Alicia's like, what are you doing? What? Whoa, 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 whoa. She sees his neck, and she's like, what? you know, don't, well, don't, no. Yeah, no, like, you, we can save and you. And then you see that his guts are hanging out. I thought he was bit on the ground and didn't tell anybody. You didn't think he was shot in the neck? I, feel, I knew he was shot in the neck, but when he pulled his shirt open, I thought he was like, look, also I was bit while we were down there. No, he was fine when he was pump action I didn't, shooting. I didn't realize. No, so what Dave Erickson explained was the bullet came up through him, ripped open his stomach, Oof, and, and then, then, and then kind of went, went, out up, his neck. went out his neck. And so he knew he was a dead man, especially in a helicopter. What are they going to do? And Alicia kind of... When he showed her that, she kind of just let him go. She but knew. how about a hug and a kiss for your stepdad? I thought she was going to kiss him goodbye. Instead, she just was like, just let it happen. Now, he fell out of the helicopter. <clears throat> Spoiler. And what was your first instinct? 
when he fell out. Did you think he was like, that's it, he's dead? I think, and I still think that... There's no body, no death. I, he could have fallen on a dumpster. I think, well, with the bullet wound and the... I say he could have fallen on a dumpster. <laughs> that's a Glenn reference. I, I don't think so. That's a Glenn reference. Well, yes, it is a Glenn reference. It's dev- hashtag Glenn reference. Yeah. <laughs> I think that we could see him as a walker down the road. But you knew right away he's dead. I knew right away he's not going to survive a bullet wound going through his ass up to his neck. I was upset because, look, I know you want to like build Abraham up and you want to build Sasha up and you want to build people up. And then, so like Dr. Denise got some like a real poignant scene and then Ooh, she died. Yeah. You say it. What? Spoiler! Oh, spoiler. Spoiler, Dr. Denise is dead. Spoiler. Thank you. <laughs> God, you let me down there. Sorry. Okay. Also, Cliff Curtis, the actor, is currently filming Avatars 2, 3, 4, and 5. Was he in the first one? No. Okay, I was going to say, but I don't he, But he got a job, yo. Wow, he knew it. Yeah, or they knew it or, or whatever. So he's not too torn up. Well, he is, but his, the actor <laughs> isn't. Because he's got a job. Yeah. So, um... So I call bullshit because they really made us like him and they clearly want Madison as their leader. And, and you know, Cliff Curtis talked about on Talking Dead how as a fan and someone who studied The Walking Dead when he got the role, he said Rick was the lead and his wife didn't last very long. No, Lori did not last Lori long. did not last uh, season three, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, just the beginning. I right. Think. And he said, based on that, the spouse of the lead doesn't last long. Which basically said to me that Madison is officially the lead. Yeah. Not Nick, Madison. Yeah. And since Madison spent the episode bossing Nick around and taking charge. She's the lead. She's the lead. Like, we weren't sure who was the lead. We're like, oh, dual leads. They're going to fight. I kind of thought it was more Nick a little bit in ways. Yeah. At times, look. I guess Travis has to die to have an effect on the family. Yeah. But now Madison is 0 for 2 with husbands. Yeah, she's done now. Well, she can get another husband. Well, she could. But if you knew, would you be the third one? Nope. I wouldn't be the third one. She's Black <laughs> Widow. Okay. Now we go to the hotel. Remember the hotel? Yes. I was. This was like, oh, man, I forgot they were still all there. Forgot about Strand. Yeah. Who was Strand dead at the hotel? There's Dr. people Dr. begging at the fence to get in, which we've seen before at the hotel. And the same way Willie stuck his face in the hole, for some reason, Helena and Hector Idiots. walk up to the fence and they get grabbed. How dumb. Dumb, 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 dumb. They're walking to a, a, a maniac crowd and they right. think they're going to be fine. So they're being held captive and they want a doctor. They want to come in. And she's like, we don't have enough rooms for you, which is bullshit. It's a hotel. It's a giant ass hotel. There's plenty of rooms. No food for all of them. No. But they go fish if they want on the on the pier. Anyway, um, anyway, so uh, Strand says to them, "I'm a doctor." He speaks Spanish. He's, "I'm a doctor. I'll help you." Let them in. Give them all rooms. And uh, hold on, my my good friend Spruce is walking into our podcast. How are you, Spruce? I'm well, thank you. How are you, lovely? I'm, I'm good. good now, Spruce. <laughs> do, are you, are you, now, I'm Spruce, lovely. Here's the thing. So. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah. Um, get on the mic, please. I, okay, what's happening? So Spruce, not only is a good friend of mine, he and I have been writing comedy together for almost 20 years. Yep. And he's a big Walking Dead fan. Big, huge fan. That's my so, joint. Somewhere <laughs> around the second season, I wasn't watching the show. And we're sitting and we're, we had just finished work and we were on mm. YouTube and playing mm. video games. Yeah. And he says, do you watch The Walking Dead? And I said, no, no, I don't. 
I, I know it's a big <gasps> show. There was a time you didn't watch There was a time it? I didn't watch what? The Dead. So, yeah. so Spruce says to me, and by the way, if you like this podcast, which a lot of you do, clearly, you have Spruce to thank for me being addicted to The Walking Dead. You're welcome. Thank you so much. You're welcome. <laughs> yes. yes, of course. Spruce says to me, <laughs> Spruce says to me you got to watch a clip on YouTube of this show. The It's fantastic. Spruce, I have seven DVRs. They're f- they're <laughs> oh, my God. I do. They're full. They're 100 or 200 hours each. They're oh all loaded. I have too many TV shows. I can't fit another one in. I can't. I can't watch no more. <laughs> and, and he says, just watch a scene. I said, Spruce, don't make me watch a scene of something I'm going to like. I don't need gory horror. I don't. It's, it's not for me. Right. I like comedies. He says, I'm putting it on. You're going to watch it. Oh, I need to know the scene. He puts. Okay, I'll tell you the scene. I'm ready. Yeah. Okay. So he puts on the scene of Rick on the horse. Riding into Atlanta, which is badass. Good choice. Yeah. Hasht- hashtag badass Rick. Right, Solid right. choice. And he comes around the turn, and all these walkers are there. Oh. Right. Like the horde. The, right. Right? Yep. And th- they surround him and eat the horse. Oh, right. my God. I know. Spoiler, the horse is dead. Yeah. <laughs> and Glenn saves him? And Glenn's like, hey, d- he gets in the hey, tank. Dumbass. Hey, dumbass. Yeah. And I watched, it was like a 10-minute t- scene, yeah. right, on YouTube. And I looked at him and went, I hate you. <laughs> and then I went home and I, I binge watched the first. Oh my God. Actually, it was like the beginning of season three. Three okay. had just started. Wow. So I binge watched two and then into three, and then I was hooked. Right. Now I'm doing a podcast. Right. Now we interview Stephen Ogg. Yes. So thank you, Spruce. You're welcome. I shall leave you to your cast. My listeners, uh, thank you. You're very now, welcome. Now, the thing about Spruce is, not on Facebook, not on social media. You can't tweet him. No. He, you can't take his picture. No, I'm Howard Hughes in this, this joint. Yeah. <laughs> I have a gallery on my Facebook page of pictures of me trying to get pictures of him. Like, <laughs> like, like the Bigfoot. Big it's like, it's like blurred. A, like blurred. Oh, that's so funny. Like him, in the, him behind the, the toilet, like behind, in the stall. You should report the HR. Yeah, yeah, I can't get a good picture. So, so you can't, but but thank you from the bottom of our, our, our listeners' hearts and yeah. me. I'm, a, uh, I'm not a myth. I really exist. really exist. So thank you. Thank yes, you. thank you. Thank you for, for, my, for my cash. You guys later have fun. Oh yeah. Well, you won't need. Hey, well, I'll see you I'll upstairs you after the podcast. We're gonna write comedy for radio stations all around the country. <laughs> see you later, brother. Parodies, spoof commercials. Love you. See you later. <laughs> love him because he's funny. Love him because he gave me ten bucks. He owes me. And love him because he got me hooked into The Walking Dead. Yes. So there you go. A little little uh, bonus. Yeah, Spruce. Little bonus. Spruce. By the way, um, named uh, his nickname is Spruce because when he was born. Um, he was all dirty and, and messed up, you know, from when he come out of the womb. Yeah. And the doctor cleaned him up and said, he, he was born in the South. And the doctor was like, here you go, man, we spruced him up for you. Oh. And so, and so she's like, oh, I like that. That's cute. So they call him Spruce because every time they clean him up, they're like, let's spruce him up. Oh, I like that. So his real name is not Spruce, but we call him Spruce. Doesn't matter what his real name is, but it's Spruce. <laughs> you're like, that's an unusual name. Spruce, like a tree. Nope. Spruce, like cleaned up. Spruced him up. <laughs> spruced him up. So thank you, Spruce. All right. So uh, Strand lets everybody in the hotel, and uh, he says, I'm going to need an upgraded room because he doesn't want to be with these people. He just did them a big favor. He saved them. Yep. And that's typical Strand. I want gifts. I want more things. I want fancy. He likes the luxury life, which is why he liked Thomas. The high roller. High roller. Um, Back to the, the chopper has landed. Jack tells Alicia they need to go. Alicia's holding out hope Travis survived the fall. Jack's like, there's no way in hell anyone survived that. He's dead. Let's move on. Move on. Uh, next day, we're at the Broke Jaw Ranch. And um, let's see. Oh, uh, they pull up in the truck and they're told that the helicopter hasn't arrived yet. Yeah. And the guard says, Dad, uh, his name is Jeremiah, wants to see Troy. Mm-mm. 
Remember, again, again, I remind you, he's the asshole who did something with Ophelia. We don't know what. Yep. And we don't find out about Ophelia the whole episode. So Nick and Madison are outside. They didn't let them in. And the guard is watching them. And Madison, Nick's all stressed. He says, let's get out of here. Because we can't. We have to wait for the helicopter. We don't know where everybody is. We can't just leave. Because then they're going to show up later, and then we won't be and here. The, yeah. And she says, give, give your mother a hug. This is a little, at first I'm like, what? Well, he goes, give your mother a hug. Loud enough that the guard heard it. And Nick gives her a hug, and I guess she directed his hands down her lower back. At first for a minute, I'm like, what is happening right now? And then you saw he kind of lifted her shirt and there was a gun. There was a gun there. She couldn't say it to him because the guard was there. Yeah. But at some point she tells him it's the gun she got from a fuel truck on the base, which is the, these people at the, uh, at the ranch. Yep. She has a gun. She says, we'll bring family together, take what we need, stop anyone who gets in our way. Hashtag badass Madison. Strand is back at the hotel. He's operating on people. A woman's about to give birth. So he, he gets a, something out of like a bullet out of some kid. And Look like he's removing glass out of him. Something out of the kid, something. right? He saves the kid. He's, he and I'm does, thinking, where did he get all these medical skills? Well, remember, he was some kind of medical person. And then he operated on himself when, yeah, when, when Eileen he, stabbed him. Yeah. The, the bride's mother, right? Or the groom? One of the, yeah, the, the bride's, bride's mother. mother, right? And the baby, this woman's about to give birth. He says, I, I can't deliver a baby. And the father shows him a giant knife and says, You're a doctor, huh. right? He says, Yeah, I'm a doctor. Okay, fine. Back at the ranch, Nick wants to leave. He doesn't trust himself about what he might do. Madison says, They have to stay there. To get them to treat Luciana. Jeremiah, the father, Jeremiah Otto, Otto's their last name, comes by to talk to Madison, asks if there's any reason to think that Travis would have diverted the chopper. So he's feeling her out. Yeah. In other words, why else would they not be here? He says, she says, no, why would he, no, you mean hijack the chopper? No. No. And he says, listen, my son and goddaughter are on that chopper. And uh, she says, well, okay, I put a spoon in your other son's eye. Oof. Like, oh, your son's on the chopper? I spooned your other son. Yeah, she realized, okay, you're Troy's dad. And Jeremiah's pretty kind of badass, and he says, guess he's lucky it wasn't a fork. <laughs> like, okay, he's honest about it. He lets them in. I guess he feels he can trust her, or at least they can control her. And Nick's like, it's not safe, I don't trust these people. And Madison says, don't trust them, trust me. Hashtag badass Madison. And she's telling him to be quiet, and Nick's like, your son's a murderer. Oh, I'm yeah, like, shut yeah. up. Oh, yeah, at some point shut when they're up. in their bedroom, she's like, listen, keep a low profile. Oh, my God. He's like, your son's a murderer. <laughs> no. Like, oh, my God. Yeah, Nick is not good at keeping secrets. No. By the way, we, we, soon, we soon learn that Jeremiah and his people moved to this ranch to prepare for the fall of democracy. Yeah, they're like doomsday preppers. They're preppers. In fact... The character of Jeremiah, it's on YouTube, I'll tweet out the link, at walkers underscore talkers. He filmed a prepper video. So the character of Jeremiah, before the apocalypse, filmed this world-ending, anti-government, the world is coming to an end, be prepared, Uh, I've put together simple tips for your survival, buy his book or something like that. So we'll we'll put out the link. I missed that one. I need. I want to see that. It's available on again. I'll, I'll tweet it out. But it's available on YouTube. 
under the name. I don't have it. So, Jeremiah Prepper. It's okay. So it's on YouTube as Jeremiah. It's uh, okay. So it says Fear the Walking Dead season three colon. Are you ready for Tia Twaki? <laughs> what? What does that mean? Tia Tawaki. Tia Tawaki. That's okay. it. Okay. Tia Tawaki <laughs> is the episode name for next episode. I love that name. Tia Tawaki in, in, I guess, Native American means end of the world. Okay. So that's what next episode's about. There's also a Native American in the scenes for next week. We'll talk about that. Which okay. Why he might know that. Oh, plus, he lives in this area where there must be a lot of Native Americans. So he's a doomsday prepper. He, he, it must be a famous doomsday prepper that he has this book out or whatever. Yeah. Um, he says Troy was getting fuel at the border to Madison. And because uh, they, they've implied that Troy is, is a crazy man. And he goes, oh, he's just getting fuel. And Nick says, want to hear our side of the story? Oh. And Jeremiah says, listen, we're building a new world here. It's not perfect. This is the safest place to be. Most people would be grateful. I figured you be, would be grateful. Oh, yeah. He put them in check. Am I wrong? Yeah. Like, listen, I, yeah, f- okay, whatever. I brought you in. Don't make me regret it. Right. Like, I, whatever he was doing, blah, 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 is a safe place to live. Yeah. And it's safe because we keep it safe. He doesn't want to know. I mean, they've made it clear that Troy is a problem. So if he has to play with some dead people and kill them, let him have his fun. So that's when they go into a room. He gives them their own little house to live in. Much like uh, Nick got a room at... uh, La Colonia. La Colonia, right? And uh, Madison said... Nick says, I want to fight them. And Madison says, listen, we can't fight them all. Like, stay calm. And that's when he yells out. Yeah, Madison has to, like, rein him in a little bit. Right, he's like, your son's a murderer! Oh, my God. And Madison says, again, she's stinking. She says, I don't know what our play is, but right now we're just going to eat shit, smile, and bide our time. That's the second (laughs) shit. Second shit. shit. Second shit. All right, so we go to the campfire where the chopper crashed. Jake, Alicia, and Charlene. And... Jack. Sorry, Jack. Right, Jack, Alicia, and Charlene. And they're talking about who's going to take the first watch. And the first watch is the shortest, I guess, is what they've decided. And Charlene says, I'll take the first watch. Now, normally the first watch means two people go to sleep and one person stands over them. Yeah. It, to my knowledge, doesn't mean I'll go walk around the woods in a zombie apocalypse to make sure the coast is clear. Yeah. By, by myself. Yeah. No. When Jake is the tough guy, <sighs> right? He's supposed to be the leader. He should have taken first watch. And, and not because he's a guy, but he's the auto guy, and he's a prepper, and it's his his dad's the leader. So that's what I'm saying. He's trained. Right. You think he's trained. Well, you think he would be. So Charlene walks off, and he says to her, whistle if there's a problem. And Jake tells Alicia Troy was always a troublemaker. They keep him close, keep an eye on him. Well, what kind of eye were you keeping on him at the base when he was killing people in the basement? You didn't know it. So, screw you, Jake. They hear whistling. Now, if there's trouble and you whistle, you would think it's calm trouble. You have time to whistle. <laughs> I guess, yeah. Well, if there's, like, major trouble, wouldn't you go, help? Yeah, I mean, if there was, like, major help, uh, trouble, I'd be screaming. So, somehow, we assume there's trouble, right? Minor trouble. Minor trouble. I'm going to ask a question later. So Jake is on top of this hill. He leaves Alicia with a gun. And he says he's got a rifle. And he's walking on the edge of a hill. And he hears something at the bottom of the hill. My first question would be, if 
Charlene's at the bottom of the hill. How'd she get to the bottom of the hill? Why would she go to the bottom of the hill? And wouldn't you yell, hey, Charlene? Right. Is that you? <laughs> if he's worried about other people with guns in the middle of the wilderness, whoever shot down the chopper, who, who Dave Erickson, producer, says, we will find out. We okay, are going to find out. This is like the who's wearing the boots mystery of boots. season seven of The Walking Dead. He's a trained prepper, right? You assume he's a wilderness guy. He knows how to handle himself on a farm, at a ranch. He slips down the hill. <laughs> I'm calling bullshit. He did. Don't be the guy who slips down the hill. <laughs> that that would be me. <laughs> yeah, be be the girl from the city who slips down the hill. <laughs> Don't be the doomsday prepper who slips oh, down the hill. Oh my god. So I'm calling bullshit on that. So he sees there's some noise behind the bushes. There's walkers. They sound like they're eating something. And all of a sudden, a wa- he goes to look in the bushes, and a walker attacks him. Conveniently, his gun jams. I guess from the sliding down the hill, yeah, where his gun I, didn't uh... take a lot of damage. I don't know. And one of them is about to eat him, and Alicia shoots from the top of the hill. She didn't fall down the hill. Shoots the walker, yeah, saves Alicia his didn't life. Fall down the hill. And then she bang bang shoots the other two walkers. There's three walkers. Now Jake realizes what must have happened to Charlene, and he says, "You go on. Give me the gun back." Start walking. He wants to shoot her. I want to take care of her before yeah. she turns, basically. And he goes and he sees her behind the bushes and he shoots her. Uh, yeah. How did she go from whistling? To dead? To dead without screaming. You heard no screams. No, you're whistling. <laughs> Where was her? <laughs> oh, <God! laughs> I don't know. Right. Oh, my God. And if you heard whistling, wouldn't you have also heard? <laughs> uh, you would have heard something. Right. So... Again, I'm bullshit. calling. But there's a lot of bullshit this episode. There's two shits and a lot of bullshit. <laughs> and a ratchet. And a rat and ratchet. Thank you. <laughs> Clearly, it seemed like Jake wasn't trained to fight walkers. No, he wasn't. Because Rick, he fought the armored walker and he kicked that thing's ass. He won. He won. This guy can't handle one walker without his gun. Mm-mm. Come on now. Get a rock, bash his brains in. Travis took on 30. That's true. So it's clear that the preppers, and we learned this in, in the trailer, so maybe it's a future episode, the preppers really haven't been out in the world. They have not really fought the walkers the way survivors are forced oh, to no, learn how to totally walk. Oh, no, they're totally secluded, so right. they really don't know how to fight, fight. Like uh, Gregory. Exactly. Yes, great analogy. Uh, great comparison. Back at the hotel, we see that uh, Strand has delivered the baby. Baby's fine. They're naming the baby after him, and Helena says, listen, they now believe you're a doctor. Yeah. That's a lie. Eventually, they're going to figure you out. And if we keep backing up the fact you're a doctor, it's on us when they turn on us. And then they go, get out. You got to leave. I'm like, what? They're just like, leave now. I'm like, so oh he my says, God. all right, I figured you were going to ask me to leave, even though I just saved you. I was a little surprised by that. He says, can I at least get a vehicle? Give me that. And she says, no, can't spare one. Bye-bye. Ta-ta. I'm sorry. That was some bullshit. That was some bullshit. So Hector, now this idea was weird. Hector tells Strand, before you leave, you have one more person to save. You got to go get her, make her, make her eat. She's up in her room. I thought this was weird. Doesn't say who it is. Says you got to go help her, make her eat, so she doesn't die and turn into a walker. What if she does? She's locked in a room. Who cares? Yeah, no one's going in there anyway. So again, I'm like, who cares? You didn't like this woman anyway. Turns out he goes in the room, and uh, there's a mannequin with a wedding dress and a wig, and uh, he turns around, and there's Eileen with a knife, the bride's mother. With looking like she's looking all destroyed. Looking cray again. Looking cray. <laughs> Why did Hector care about her? They nope. hated her. She tried to kill them. Yeah, she stabbed Strand already. She tried to kill the... She wanted to kill Helena. Yep. 
So now they care about her? That didn't make sense to me. So he's like, let me help you. Uh, I'm feeling optimistic, and uh, there's more to live for. Let me open up the door for you. They get a little air in here, and he can't get the door open. It was legit stuck. It was legit stuck, which says to me she couldn't have opened it either. That's what I thought. Because he's struggling to open it. Struggling, struggling, struggling. That's when I realized what was going to happen. Oh, see, I didn't realize. When he opened it, she's like, oh, thanks. And I'm like, oh, finally, she's going to have some fresh air. No, 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 no. So he, uh, he's like, listen, I can help you. I've had some medical training. She's like, what medical training? He's like, well, I patched myself up basically after you stabbed me. Yeah. And she's still holding the knife. He's like, I delivered a baby. And yeah. like his hands are all full of blood. And stuff. He's like, uh, I delivered a baby. There's hope for a new generation. And uh, at this point, I know it's coming. I did I not see it. that coming. Oh, I saw it oh. coming. If you saw it coming, tweet us at Walkers underscore Talkers. Also include at David underscore Brody and at JMegs514, but always include at Walkers underscore yeah. Talkers. We're trying to build that account up. Help us out. Thank you. All right. So she says, I want to give you something. She gives him a wedding gift because there was no wedding, really. Yeah. Or there was no gift What was it, a watch? Probably a watch because he got really excited. Tell- it was either yeah. cufflinks or a watch. Yeah. Something he, shiny object. Something expensive, and he liked it. And she says, I, you know, this is my gift to you. For, apologize for stabbing you. It's the least I could do. And for freeing my little girl. If you remember Strand, yeah. when she was a walker, He's the one mom that- was taking care of her, trying to keep her alive in walker form, oh. and he went in and killed her. Yeah. Put her out of her misery. Now she realizes in, in retrospect. He saved her. He saved her, put her out of her misery, freed her. But then she says, there are no more generations, because Strand had said the baby's going to be the next generation. And she jumps right over the ledge, right overboard. Uh, as soon as she said that comment, I'm like, uh, something's not right here. Right. Now. I made a joke when I was watching it. Oh, no. That I can't get credit for because Chris Hardwick made the same joke. Oh, which joke? That her name is Eileen, Eileen. as in Eileen Eileen too far over the railing. (laughs) Yeah. Now, I said that immediately, but Chris Hardwick said it, so I can't prove it, but... It's like those jokes, like, what do you call a woman with uh, two arms and one leg? Yeah, Eileen. Eileen. (laughs) Now, listen, I could have tweeted it out, but that would have been a spoiler. I don't do that. No, I respect that. But you guys know me. That's my sense of humor. Yeah. Now, apparently, according to Dave Erickson, there was a scene they cut where Strand walks back out into the hallway and Hector's there and says, how is she? And he says, the lady will be right down. Oh, no. Yeah, and they cut they that. They actually were going to, no. Yeah, they, they cut that they scene. They needed to cut that because yeah, they, they that cut would that. make a mockery. Yeah, whatever. She'll be right down. Oh, my God. All right. <laughs> oh, no. Back to the chopper. Alicia and Jake are there. Luciana's unconscious. Jake offers to carry her and Alicia says, I'll help you. Next thing, we see them back at the ranch. They're outside the gate. Madison comes running up to them, and she hugs Alicia, and and uh, and then she's like, "Where's Travis?" She's Poor Alicia. For Tra- Where's Nick? Where's Travis? Alicia's always right in front of her and so supportive, I and know. she gets so overlooked. And she just told him that note. she's like, "I don't get any attention." Like Nick it's, is the troublemaker, so you always like care for him. It's kind of sad. So she's like, "Oh, Alicia, I love you. Where's Travis?" Yeah, I love you, but where's uh, my boyfriend? Uh, right. All right. She finds out Travis is dead. Um, the doctor tells Nick Luciana's not going to make it. And Troy says, well, we have have to kill her. And he takes the gun out like he's going to shoot her. And he took a long time. Not for anything. I call bullshit because the way Nick uh, Jedi mind tricked him into giving him the gun, Troy's smarter than that. Now, first they say we can't bring her into the infirmary because if she dies and turns, you know, that's a problem. Yeah. Okay. You, You just killed hundreds of men and women in a, in a shower 
You know how to tie them up and yeah. cover their mouth. Yeah, you just turned all these people. Right. Don't act like, oh, it's mayhem if, if she turns. It's not. So she's like, well, we got to kill her. And he puts the gun over her, and they're all like watching like they're going to kill Luciana. And there's like three, four seconds where he doesn't kill her. Yeah. And Nick says, give me the gun, I'll do it. At least give me that. At least, yeah. Now, first of all, Troy hates this kid. There's no reason to do anything for him. And he's a prick. And he's like, all right, fine. I couldn't believe he handed him the gun. I'm like, you idiot. You just walked into that trap. You you hand this guy that wants to kill you a gun. I would have just shot him. Oh, I would have shot him too. So Nick is not going to shoot Luciana. He's looking at her. Of she's not. gorgeous. And then, uh, again, don't kill her if she's ugly, but I'm saying she's. <laughs> I love you to throw I'm that saying in there. Nick finds not her attractive. Not saying that ugly people need to die. 2017, I got to be careful what I say. <laughs> 1980, say whatever I want. Okay. <laughs> so Nick points the gun at Troy and he's surrounded. And. She's like, you got you to help her. Don't kill her. And Raphael, Raphael, Jeremiah basically talks him down, puts the gun down, and he says, all right, get her in the infirmary, treat her. Why they couldn't have done that earlier? Why didn't Jeremiah come to her defense and say, Troy, stop it, you yeah, being an idiot? stop. You already have your uh, eyeball scooped out. Let's relax. That's right. He's got the patch over the eye, which, by the way, uh, in scenes of future episodes, he's fine. He didn't lose the eye or anything. So they take her inside, and they're going to work on her. Madison's, you see Madison crying and puking on a hill. Jeremiah comes by and he's like, hey, I lost my wife. And uh, he's like, listen, I want to make sure you're not going to kill yourself. He's like, because killing yourself nowadays brings on other problems, meaning you can turn into a walker. And, and you, kill us. And kill us. And uh, I want to make sure you're not a danger to yourself or anyone else. And also, we're missing a gun from the fuel truck. Oh, he, he says, nabbed her so quick with that. Says, they knew, says, they knew listen, that shit. Listen, we have a policy here. You got to sign out the guns. Like they did on The Walking Dead. I will have to say, I give him, I give him props though, because instead of like calling her out, he just kind of gently handed her the notebook and made her sign it he out. Said, well, he says, "Would you like to sign the book? Yeah. Sign the gun out?" And she did not. This was a moment of trust. Yeah. She very easily could have said, "I don't know what you're talking about," and and she took the book and signed the book. Yep. Admitting she has the gun. Props to both of them in that scene. Props to both of them, and I think she earned his respect. Mm-hmm. And, and likewise, he didn't, like, take the gun away from her. Yep. Now, I don't know if she checked to see if it's loaded or not. Mm. It may not be. But anyway, he doesn't ask for the gun back. Um, Nick and Alicia share a special moment in the infirmary uh, by Ophelia's body. You know, she's being treated. And Alicia breaks down because, you know, she saw Travis die. That was hard. That was a tough scene. Back to the hotel. Strand's in the parking garage, and he hear boop, boop. He turns my the, God, this scene was so dramatic. He turns the, oh, my. He turns the car alarm off of a car that's under a cover. It's got a car cover. Yeah. In he, an apocalypse. He must have, right. How is this car not driven? <laughs> he must have seen the type of key it was because he pulls the cover off the car and it's a green jag. Of and he course says, it is. My style, my color. Strand is too fancy for this world. <laughs> he gets in the car and he drives off. So they wouldn't give him a car, but he took one. Honey Badger don't care. Honey, <laughs> honey Badger don't give a shit. <laughs> right. Um, Madison's smoking. I was, what? She was by the window looking Carol at Carol smokes. But Carol's Carol. I don't know. Ma- we well, haven't Carol's seen Madison badass sm- too. We haven't, so if you're badass, you have to smoke? Well, you know what? Where did this come from? Because Matt, I don't, have we ever seen Madison no, smoke a cigarette? That's what I'm saying. And the kids didn't react, so it wasn't like they were surprised. Maybe that's her stress trigger. I don't know. I, I, look, you're in a zombie apocalypse. You're fighting for your life. You're not getting cancer treatments. 
I'm just saying, maybe smoking's not the smartest thing in the world. I don't know. Maybe it was just one. Where do you go for chemo? Oh, yeah. I, I don't want tech tweets from no, we smokers don't need and blondes <laughs> and redheads. I'm offending everybody left and right. Um, Ugly chicks, yeah. hot chicks. <laughs> all of that. All right, all right, all right. Um, yeah. Okay. So they, they, Nick and Alicia come in. She's smoking. All of a sudden, the cigarette's gone. I don't know where the smoke was coming from. Unless it was so cold, she's blowing cigarettes. I, I, I don't know. I don't know what's going on there. Anyway, um, she tells Nick and Alicia they're going to stay at the ranch. That's her plan. And make it their home, even if they have to take it over. Hashtag Damn. badass Madison. Damn, Madison. And then she says to Alicia, tell me how Travis died. I want all the details. Mm. Now, they give us, that's the end of the episode. They give us scenes for the rest of the season. Uh, Troy and another soldier and Jeremiah and Madison are standing on a hill in camo with guns. And Troy says, you know you're dead right now. They're talking to somebody. Yeah. But Madison is with them. She's fighting. Right. She's like part of it. At was least. Troy wearing an eye patch or something? No. <gasps> it's just hanging out there? No, I don't. She didn't scoop the eye out. Well, it's pretty. Ugh. It's probably he healed. He had to be blind in that eye. No. She put this. Oh, it's under the jelly? Don't try this at home, Yeah, kids. don't. Don't try this. So it looks like she's at least playing along for a while. And whatever missions they're going on, or whoever maybe someone attacked the ranch, She's on Team Ranch. She's on Team Broke Jaw. Um, we've seen this scene before in all the trailers, all the teaser trailers. Strand's on a dam, and he's like, "Why are you doing this to me?" And, and they're holding him over the ledge. Someone falls someone over the else, dam. Someone else gets thrown over it's the dam. It's not going to be him. It's like again, it's like the trough. It's like the shower scene. Yeah. Someone else is going to die, and then we get to see the people we know not die. Yeah. Kill everybody else, but the guy that we care. It was about. like the the chick that went over. Um, in the last episode of The Walking Dead, but it, well, we knew it wasn't Michonne. Right, it wasn't Michonne. No, it was the, we oh, know okay, it's spoiler, not. Spoiler: Michonne didn't die in the uh, finale. <laughs> well, Alexandria will not fall on this day. <laughs> they should know uh, that. Alexand- on this day, yeah, okay, all right. So, um, we see that uh, Nick shoots someone in the head. Oof. Someone's on the ground. He shoots them. We don't know if it's a person or a walker. But they're not killing anybody with knives. Why aren't they stabbing people? And save those bullets. Right, save those bullets. Eugene's not going to make you bullets. He's not on this show. <laughs> On the other coast. No, um, <laughs> Luciana is okay, because yeah. we see her standing at some point. And then there's still no sign of Ophelia or Daniel. Well, Daniel, I don't think we're seeing until next season. Or nope. did they say this, this season? season? This season. Daniel Sal- uh, Salazar is coming back. Somehow he's going to come back. Uh, he's going to meet up with them somehow. Now, Ophelia, we know, was captured by Jeremiah. So it's, she's somewhere. Ophelia's probably in his basement, because he's a creeper like his son. He is a creeper like his son. Okay, so they're let, gonna find her. Soon. Let's go to the Talking Dead. Well, to just the the, the Talking Dead uh, guests on the show: Dave Erickson, the executive producer; Alicia Debnam Carey, who plays Alicia; and Cliff Curtis Travis. Cliff, they confirmed he's dead, 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 dead. He was in the in memoriam. He's dead. I didn't question that, and he was kind of like Chris Hartwick is like, "So are you dead?" And he and he was like, "Uh." And then Dave Erickson's like, "Yeah, he's dead. He's dead." <laughs> I'm like, oh, "Okay." Now, why couldn't he say he was dead? He looked like unless unless he's supposed to hold out. He wants listeners, viewers to well, hold out. Because he hope. didn't actually see the death, so he Chris Curtis probably is that his name, Chris Curtis, mm, Cliff Curtis, Cliff Curtis. He probably thought, ah, do I say it? Do I not? And then the producers okay. was like, yeah, he's so dead. Liza Manawa, his ex-wife, died first season. Yep. Chris died second season. He's dead now. Mm. The whole Manawa family dead. Done. Don't be a redhead on The Walking Dead or fear The Walking Dead. Don't be a Manawa. Yeah. 
Bye-bye. Don't be a Manawa. Don't be a Manawa. Hashtag my, don't be a Manawa. Hashtag don't be a Manawa. That's what, I, that's what I'm saying to you. This is, by the way, I apologize. This is a long-ass podcast. Yeah, it was this two is hours. long. Could have split it up. Wait till, oh, 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 oh. Oh, oh. Got a oh, sidetrack yeah. to that extended commercial trailer for Preacher, June 25th. Yes. How good did Preacher look? So good. So good. So that's going to be a problem for us. I know. They're both on Sundays now. Like, double back. And not like F you into the Badlands. No. No F you. We love Preacher. No, we, yeah. Preacher feature coming back. We got we to gotta tweet about that. Are we going to do Preacher? Yes, we are. Yes, Preacher feature. Right. Hopefully, one of five hours of podcast to listen to. Again, I apologize. Um, Dave Erickson says, we'll find out who shot the, the helicopter. And um, there was some, let's see, behind the scenes info we talked about. Okay. There was one thing that they showed, which was really cool. Um, what Was it Love Actually with the oak tag where, they, where um, Andrew Lincoln yes. shows up at the door, yeah, right? Yeah. So Ophelia, Mercedes um, Mason, did the same thing with oak tag. And she's like, where am I? Where is she gone? Did you forget about her? Yeah. Am I dead? Am I being held hostage by Jeremiah? Where am I? Well, did, did, um, did um, you know, somebody kill me? And I thought that was cute. It was a cute thing, like, where am I? Where's Ophelia? Very cute. Make sure you watch it on Talking Dead if you haven't already. Then they show scenes, a few more scenes, scenes from next week. And all they show is a group of similar-aged people as Alicia walking in a wooded area, and there's a hatch, like a to an uh, a cellar. They go in the cellar. It's full of supplies. That's it. They basically showed us nothing. Yeah, they didn't give us much. <laughs> okay, here's the last thing I want to talk about. Comicbook.com had an interview with uh, Dave Erickson before the episode aired, but I wanted to read it now after it aired. Okay. As a little tribute to Travis. Travis is dead. Spoiler. Okay. <laughs> he said keeping the character's identity a secret. Um, not saying who it was. Fear the Walking Dead showrunner Dave Erickson discussed the major death that was coming in the, this week, this past week, saying he wanted to give this person a heroic arc, meaning a hero for a while, then die. Travis certainly was a hero. He definitely accomplished that. He saved Nick in the shower. Um, he fought, you know, the pit. He, he helped Luciana. Helped Lucia. went back and carried Luciana onto the helicopter. Definitely had his hero moments. He goes, I think we did that. There's a certain conventional way to go about a character's death. We could have done that. Once people see the episode, they will see what I mean. What we chose to do is follow a route where having accomplished something, having saved loved ones that are dear to you, you now get kicked in the gut by the apocalypse and the randomness of the violence. Mm. Meaning all of, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, they're in a helicopter, he gets shot. The moment itself should be sudden, which it was. It should be jarring, which it was. It has to have a very profound impact on all the other characters, all the members of the family. Which it did. Which it did. It's a pivotal moment that drives the rest of the season. That's the goal whenever you lose a character, especially one that important. It needs to resonate. Well, I guess it will, because Travis was one of the main people on the show, much like Lori dying. It ha- uh, or I hate Shane. to say, I didn't want Travis to die, but we're in season three now. It had to happen. Well, someone had to die. Someone had, like, that, and, and of Chris that died. caliber had to happen. Chris right. wasn't... And I think Nick's not dying... No. Madison's the leader. <clears throat> Alicia's not going and anywhere. And Alicia has to earn herself with her mom, and she's a badass young female. It's a good thing to have on the show. Yes. So I think they're safe for a while. I don't think Strand's going to go but anywhere I, I think for a Ma- while. I think it's safe to say Madison at the moment is Rick Grimes. Yes, agreed. And I think Nick is Daryl. I, I think he's the... The son- rogue badass? Yeah, or, you know, and, and I don't know who Alicia is yet. I don't think she's Michonne. She's kind of Maggie-ish. She's getting good with the knife. Maybe she's Maggie-ish. Yeah. Although Maggie wasn't Maggie for a while, so we'll see. Yeah. She grew into Maggie. 
Maggie so, Ray. So there you go. So we have uh, June twelfth, the next episode, which gives right June no June fourth, right? That gives us the fourth, the eleventh, the eighteenth of Just Fear the Walking Dead. Then June twenty fifth, Preacher and Fear the Walking Dead. Preacher feature. And I don't know how we're going to step that late. Which means we'll have to maybe watch some of it the next day. Oh, Lord, we're going to have to break this up into two podcasts. So maybe we'll do the Fear the Walking Dead podcast on Tuesday and then post it Wednesday and then Preacher on Wednesday, post it Thursday maybe. We'll yeah. see. Don't All worry, right. we got you covered, though. All right, we got you covered. <laughs> Thanks for listening to a very long podcast. Yes. And more importantly, you know what time it is. What time is it? Even it's- though it's Fear the Walking Dead, <laughs> it's, it's time, time to, to shut, shut that, that shit down. down.